Hello and welcome to PMU Unfiltered. If you're not sure what you're listening to, this is a permanent makeup podcast. Yeah, that's right. We're out here tattooing people's faces. So if you're new to the industry, if you're a veteran to the industry, come with me on my journey through permanent makeup because we're keeping it real, we're keeping it raw, and most of all, we're keeping this PMU unfiltered. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about some uh, drama. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to PMU Unfiltered. It's your host, Marlo, and thanks for hanging in there with me. I know, I know. I always say, oh, I'm going to post, I'm going to get to it, New Year's resolutions, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? I'm busy. I'm busy, B. So let me tell you a little bit about what's been going on. I moved to a new studio space and it has been really, really overwhelming, really, really exciting, and um, really time-consuming. Ta-da! Who would have guessed? I'm so excited about this new space. Obviously, I'm going to be running trainings out of there. Hello. And I'm looking to hire some new artists. So super pumped about my new studio. It's in the Flatiron District of NYC Manhattan. I haven't gone far from my last one-bed studio space. And now I have four beds and a training center. So I'm just so lit on this entire opportunity as a whole for myself and expanding my business and um, what that means for me and also bringing you along on this journey. Uh, It's going to be a wild ride. I can already tell. So let's get to what I have in store for you guys today. I'm looking at my itinerary for what we'll be talking about. Yes, sometimes I actually write down my thoughts before I just like blah, 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 blah to you guys. So today we're going to go through some in-studio drama, drama, llama, mama happening here in my own studio. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit about some marketing stuff that I've got going on and then... I just can't even help myself. I'm going to circle in the forum drama, drama, information, uh, learning. What can we learn from these things, which are just always very, very lit. I really like pulling stuff from the forums. You can't make this stuff up because it's either happened to me or I'm scared about what's going on. So let's get to the first task here on my list, and that is what's happening in my studio. So I have a new studio space and I'm so happy with it. I'm so in love. You should go over to my IG. It's Marlo Cosmetic Tattoo. Of course, you know the deal. Throw me a DM. Tell me you love me. Um, Yeah, we're good. We're Gucci. We're fam. And I love the space. It's so beautiful. It's a little funky fresh. You know, it's not all pinks and peaches and like, you know, like white. No, it's a little more funky than that. A little trippy. I like things a little trippy. So that's what's up. Love my new studio vibe. And of course, of course, the day that I'm like, all right, I got to move. So I'm moving my 
like, I don't know, it was like a 300 pound bed. It was so crazy. I'm moving like a 300 pound bed, literally Jared, my fiance, he was rolling the bed down sixth Avenue on a dolly because him and my dad, I really should have hired someone looking back at it, but him and my dad couldn't lift the bed up because it was awkward. It's like an awkward shape to get into the U-Haul. So Jared, God bless, rolled the bed down sixth Avenue. It was only three blocks, but like, LOL. God, I think he loves me. I think he loves me. I, I can't think of many people that would do that. He did it. You know, he's a personal trainer. So why, why go to the gym all this time when you need to flex in real life in IRL? You know what I'm saying? So maybe I did him the favor. Maybe I let him be the Hercules I needed, right? <laughs> Is that pushing it? Am I totally spinning this? Yeah, maybe. Um, so the day that I'm moving this bed, my contractor, free, freelancer, employee, whatever you want to call it, the woman that was working with me, quit. Oh my God. I mean, like talk about a buzzkill. I'm literally moving out of my one bedroom studio. That is like so cute and cozy and was great. It was a, look, if you guys don't know where your journey is going to start and you're worried about finances, go for the one bedroom space. It's all good. But for me, I was working out of the one bedroom space. And then on my off days, she was taking clients at her own price point, you know, whatever. So however we organize that, I can go into that a little bit more at another point in time, whatevs, but you feel me. So she literally quit as I'm in the middle of moving to a four bed space. So definitely one of those moments you really have to breathe on. Oh yeah. You just take a deep breath and you're like, this is a part of my journey. Everything's going to be okay. You can rock back and forth later at home. So yeah, it was just one of those moments. And I just want to kind of shed light on dealing with employees because I hear so often from, um, other people in the industry, they contact me and they're, you know, they're frustrated with the people that they brought into their business. I don't have a kid, but like my business is my baby, you know? When when you come to a situation where someone's like, I'm done here, it can be really frustrating, obviously. I'm human and I was frustrated and this four bedroom space was gonna allow a lot more flexibility out of the schedule that she potentially wanted, but you know, she never approached me about that. So bottom line is, is that she didn't wanna be there. And also bottom line is, is that I don't want anyone there and working somewhere with me, especially in my business that doesn't want to be there. So it's really just that cut and dry for me. And I hear so often from so many people, the, the ridiculous hoops and bounds that they go through and really staining the relationship with their past employees. And I just, I just don't understand why waste your energy really causing problems and drama. And the bottom line is, is that you don't want someone in your business that doesn't want to be there and vice versa. You know, why have a disgruntled employee? It's really just not worth it to me. I used to work in corporate and Let me tell you, those disgruntled employees, whatever it be, whether it's the scheduling issues or how much they're getting paid or whatever, if you haven't come to an understanding where they're going to be happy or you haven't had an open conversation and they're just not bringing the high vibe, then that energy penetrates your business in other places. It penetrates your business in how penetration, (laughs) Um, but 
how you communicate with them, how they communicate with their clients slash kind of your clients under your house and, you know, just stuff like that. So just a little mindfulness and please, for the love of God, I hear so often, I know I'm like, oh, I hear so often, but I do. I hear all these situations really often talking to a lot of other artists, the animosity from the business owners, like, ostracizing them from their businesses and just being like casting them out and then being like really creepy following them from like fake accounts and seeing what they're up to and talking shit about like what they're up to to other artists it's just like really weird and immature so this is your sign from me that if you are making fake accounts to follow your past employee to get what to know everything that's going on and know what they're up to, I, I, I'm giving you the permission to let go. Let it go. Bring your focus back inward. Focus on yourself. Gain that all that energy that you were giving to that. L- let it go, right? It's not, um, it's not becoming to be completely honest. Um, no one, no one likes being the crazy ex, right? So let's not feed that anymore. Also, also in the way of the llama drama llama in my studio, you gotta love. Okay. So I did an eyeliner, just like a little lash line enhancement on an older woman, 65 lash line enhancement, Fitzpatrick to, you know, older, thin, thin, thin client. You gotta love the phone call that I get this week. Just a mere five days later, after doing her lash line enhancement, she calls me to book in the lip blushing and just tells me how much she loves the lash line enhancement when she puts on mascara. Oh my, I hit the floor. I was just like, excuse me, you shouldn't be wearing any cosmetics. I'm, I'm very certain I said that, and it's also on the information card. No cosmetics on the eye till you were done healing, scabbing, peeling, which is roughly around seven to 10 days. And, and let me tell you guys, mascara is one of the dirtiest products to be using alongside of lip, uh, lipsticks and, um, chapsticks and stuff in and out, in and out of the tube with bacteria of like bacteria on your lashes, pushing back into the tube, festering in the tube. It is what it is. Like, look, Mascara is fine. You can wear mascara, but like literally not while you're healing from eyeliner. Immediately concerned about this person's listening skills and doing lip blush on them. But yeah, so she actually came in for the lip blush and I saw the eyeliner. I was like, look, you need to wash your face appropriately and we'll have to do the eyeliner again. And I saw the eyeliner about seven days into healing And, uh, yeah, you know, that just fucking sucks because I'm looking at a really crusty eyeliner that's completely like in the middle of falling out. One of those moments where you're just like, hmm, okay, I can't stand my clients sometimes. Um, so I know you've been there or maybe you will get there sometimes, but usually I'm, I'm, I'm firm, I'm professional, I'm warm, but I'm firm. Is that, does that make sense? Just like a, a 411 on the business front. I'm no longer offering removals. I'm done. I'm over the removals. The expectations of the clients are really just getting me down. They're far too, ugh, just too much. I'm just not into it anymore. I'm no longer offering removals. Look, if someone wants to get a removal and they're like literally in my bed, emergency removals, um, you know, there's things I can help. I could like beep, beep a tail off a little bit here and there. Sure, fine. I will do that. 
I am no longer on my menu going to be offering removals and I'm going to take it down off my website as like a folder on my website, Squarespace, if you were wondering. And this is not sponsored by Squarespace, um, but I'm no longer going to have removals out there publicly bookable. Bottom line is expectations cannot be met. And I can, I'm, I'm blue in the face explaining myself to these people. So we're done. LOL. Um, so that's where I'm at. Also moving on through my list. I am working with a marketing team. I, I made the plunge guys. I made the plunge. I see you on the forums just being like, I need to work with a marketing team. Can anyone suggest anyone to me? Help, 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 help. Get more clients in the door. Me for sure as well. I just don't post about it. <laughs> but I am working with a marketing team. I will keep you posted and I will give you the 411 when I'm done. So right now I'm currently in a three month program doing uh, Facebook and IG ads for my business. I, um, I have nothing to report on as of yet. I've only been doing it for about three weeks. And I want to let you guys know that when you're dealing with algorithms, and when you start running ads and whatnot, it's not like ad boop, um, book, bitch. It's not like that. The A part of the algorithm is feeding the beast. So once you give the beast a little bit of food, it's going to come back and want more. I always think of Instagram and Facebook as a beast. I really do because you have to feed the beast a little bit before it starts to love you starts to cuddle up to you, starts to not bite the hand that, you know, is feeding it. <laughs> I don't even know where I come up with these analogies, but they work. I'm three weeks in. I really don't have too much to report on. Uh, my program, quote unquote, that I've paid for is going to be ending in three months time. So I will give you the 411 when I'm done. All right, let's get to the Facebook posting forum drama and I can sympathize with this a little bit. Oh, actually, I want to tell you a little bit about my studio ridiculousness and how I charged a client full price and I never even touched her face. This lady hits me up. She goes all on beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, books. I'm like, yes, I love a client that just like reads all their info, books out of nowhere, we good. No, of course not. So a lot of messaging back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, wanting to reschedule. Got a lot of questions about how swollen are the lips going to be. Can handle, you know, how swollen it's going to be. We have a lot of communication over the next week. Has to let me know that she's also in television. And, you know, she just wants to know how swollen it's going to be. And like, really, guys, I'm not going to tell her how swollen it's going to be because I don't know. I don't know how she's going to react. So I just say, look, there's potential for swelling. I suggest working that into your schedule so the swelling can decrease a little bit. But there will also be scabbing down the road. So however that works for your schedule, here's some dates and times that we can reschedule your appointment for. Of course, this is one of the remaining messages that she sends me. Okay, great. I'll book X date and time. I promise I'm not always this annoying. Ew, ew, ew. Okay, first flag. I'm like, you know who says that? Literally the people who are the most annoying. <laughs> writing on the wall, guys. This is little bits of just little sprinkles of information about we've got a nut job on our hands, all right? And not, maybe not a nut job, but just literally an annoying person. 
she messages me two hours before her already rescheduled appointment saying work has gotten out of hand. She needs to reschedule. I don't know. I'm like, you know what? Fine. I'll pack it in. It was a 6 p.m. appointment that was going to have me ending at nine. All right. I said, look, you get one time to reschedule. It's $150 deposit. That is, you know, I will reschedule that one time without losing your $150 deposit. Okay, fine. Well, let me tell you how this unfolds. A week later, after she tells me, oh my God, thank you so much for moving it to next week. Um, You know, there'll be a line out the door of women that'll be coming to you after I get my lips done. Okay, this lady really thinks she's something else. I'm not annoying and she's got troves of women coming after her. I roll. I'm, I'm already like, mm-hmm. it's always the ones that say that. Let me tell you, it really is. So her appointment comes around for 6 p.m. for a full lip blushing session at 6 p.m., 6 to 9. That's three hours, babes. Three hours. I'm sitting at the studio all set up for her. I also, not for nothing, I had a gap in my schedule. I had a three-hour gap in my schedule. And she literally doesn't hit me up nothing, just no-shows, just doesn't show up. So, of course, I sent her the message. I sent her the message. And I'm going to tell you how I how I went about this. Yes, the $150 deposit was reschedulable, but she no-showed me. That is a different charge, my loves, okay? So this is my email chain that I have come to. Now, maybe I'm a little soft. We'll get there. Here we go. Hi, you rescheduled your appointment from last week at 6 p.m. This policy for today at 6 p.m., this policy is in place to protect my schedule and opportunities for other. My no-show policy is 100% charge. You can refer to my policy here on my website. Boom. She gets back to me very quickly for someone who wasn't able to contact me prior to her appointment, boop, able to contact me via email. Hi, Marlo. I didn't realize I understand the $150 deposit. I'm willing to eat, but please don't charge the whole thing. I still want the procedure. And I'm like, oh, so she wasted my time for $150 to not even contact me. That's what I read. This is 930 at night now. I'm home. I'm in my pajamas. She did not show up. I gave her till 620, walked over to the door, locked the door, done, packed my shit up and left. All right. So this is at nine o'clock now, the same evening. There was no communication. And now this appointment has held up two slots, two times I've set up a station for you and six plus hours of my time held away from others booking. It also happens to be my father's birthday today. And I rescheduled dinner with him for another date. Situations like this are very difficult for a small business, which is why we have policy in place for our clients to come to their appointments. I know you're right. I'm truly sorry. I used to own a med spa. Are you fucking kidding me? Honestly, this lady? Okay. I'm the last person who would flake since I didn't, I know time is money. I'm so sorry. I thought I was more flexible than I am. I've been totally in the weeds at work. I'm soft. All right. Maybe I'm a little soft. I sleep on it because I'm like, frustrated, but like, look, my services aren't cheap guys. So I sleep on it. And I'm going to tell you my thought process here. Hi, good morning. I've given this some more thought. I've charged the card due to my policy, but being a compassionate person, when you were ready to book, I will consider the service pre-charged in order to book your next session. You will need to go online and book in time and date with a $150 deposit, and I will consider the remaining balance paid. This accommodation is applicable for a three-month period ending June 30th. 
I really do understand what it's like to be in the weeds at work. Two times is more than my limit for accommodation. To avoid this issue again, I suggest selecting a date and time that you do not have work prior. If anything is unclear, please let me know, and I look forward to providing you a beautiful lip blushing service. Her response back is, thank you so much right now. I'm in work hell. Okay, and you know what? I didn't give her the booking link to rebook. Nothing. It is up to her. I am not going to remind her. She's got till June 30th to figure it out. Otherwise, ka-ching, never even touched her face. All right, that's that. That's how I dealt with that. Um, You know, maybe it'll come back to bite me in the ass for a review. We'll see. Let you know. Okay, getting to the Facebook, dirty, 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 that I am now back at. So let's get to, let's see, I've got two here that I want to go to. I've got, I, you know what, this one's, this one's a quickie. This, I'll go with the quickie first. This girl posts her uh, conversation back and forth between someone that is looking to book with her, Okay. Hi, how are you doing? I see you canceled your appointment for Monday. Uh, would you like to reschedule for another day? Client responds, or future client responds, I should say. Hi, I'm going to wait a bit. I just got my wisdom teeth taken out and have a lot of swelling. I'm going to reschedule once my face doesn't look so crazy. Okay, you know, very normal conversation. Clients are, you know, a little sensitive that with the photos taken, you know, they're just already in pain. Fine. Um, okay, sounds good. Wish you a fast recovery. Lovely, lovely message. Leaves it up to the client. I don't bombard people. Look, they don't want it done. They don't want a tattoo on their face. They don't want it done by me. Bye. Okay. You come back when you're ready. The last thing you guys want to do is flip that really, 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 really wishy-washy client. Because let me tell you, you got a big ass headache on your hands the second they walk out the door and they get the service. Okay. So this girl gets back to her just in a short period of time. Ah, yes. I went to a friend a couple days ago to get combo brows done because she'd get a discount. But the lady messed up my eyebrows. I don't know how I feel about them. Are you able to correct them when they're healed? I'm down for cover-ups, but you best believe that I'm gonna, I'm gonna charge you full price, you know? Like, that's just where my head's at. I'm like, that's okay. You should probably heal up and then come in for a consultation. I'll see if I can help you. And then we can determine what's the best for you. But I just want to let you know that it is a full service with me if I choose to do the brows. And um, this is no longer considered a touch-up because I'm not the original artist. Absolutely ridiculous. I I mean, do you go to the tattoo artist like for like body tattoo? And you're like, hmm it's a discount, uh, you know, good enough. And then you get back on Instagram and you see the other artist posting a whole bunch of like dope stuff. And you're like, Oh, I want that. And then do you hit that other artist up and be like, I just got this like four weeks ago. And you know, could, could you make Jesus's face actually look like Jesus and not a blob of shit? Yeah. No, that artist is going to be like, uh, no. Right. So, okay. Other last bit of Facebook drama, which I have dealt with Oh, so many times here in my studio and major fucking eye rolls all around. I feel for you. I feel for you, girl. Okay. So here's what's written here. So an update from my extremely picky client who literally sent me a picture of her brows with the ruler on them has struck again. Oh, I love it. Now saying the initial spot she was complaining about was uneven and softened like I knew I, it would. Right, guys? 
right? If you touch the skin again, it will look more vibrant in that spot, duh. And then it will fade to match the rest of the brow. Come on. I mean, you have to have the confidence within yourself. Okay, this client is admitting this. She likes it now, but there's another area she's unhappy with, with the opposite brow. Here's a photo. She says she's using concealer to cover the area. She says that she's getting complimentary laser. Oh my God. I mean, really? I'm looking at these brows that are fine. They are literally fine. They're beyond fine. Like what is, what is with these PMU clients that just think they can run shit? It's too much. It's too much when I'm looking at good work. You know, that really frustrates me. Look, if your work isn't good and the clients are hitting you up like this, you deserve this, right? You deserve these responses. But I know it's not always like that because I deal with this also in my studio. I know I pump out really, really good work. So when someone's like, and a little bit right there, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Your eyeballs are uneven. Like, please cut me some slack here. Like who, who wakes up and is perfect? Has this person ever drawn their eyebrows in this perfectly? No, literally no. So please get off my back. So this girl writes, good morning, Carissa. So my right brow unfortunately will need a complimentary laser or whatever technique you can use to get unwanted pigment out of the area. Oh, so this woman is already claiming that she should get a complimentary service from this woman. LOL. I mean... Hello, hell, I should say. Okay, for whatever reason, there's a little over a centimeter of ink below my natural brow, brow line. What? A centimeter? First off, I bet it's a millimeter because there's no way. A centimeter is a larger measurement and I don't believe it because I'm looking at the photo and they, they look fine. Um, I have a little bit of flesh-colored makeup in. It makes me very self-conscious. I mean... She hasn't gone in for the touch-up yet. She hasn't been in for the touch-up yet. Hi, can you please send me a picture of your brows so I can understand more about what you're concerned about? I did not go below your natural brow line on either side in any irregularities. Hello. I mean four to six weeks for the touch-up. But if I were to do any type of removal... That needs to be done in an eight-week mark. Okay, bummer. I have to put up makeup on for another six weeks. It is what it is. I'm at work right now, and I have makeup on my brows. I actually have to fill in my brows more with eyebrow powder than I did before. Not a lot of ink took it all on my right eyebrow in the one area. Now I'm using the Anastasia brow powder. I'll send you a picture tomorrow. Let's see. Let's see. Clicking through, clicking through here. Uh... Oh, the makeup area because she was missing hair there because of the roundness in the brow. Oh my God, I mean, I mean like, girl, I feel for you as an artist. These people are draining me. They really are. And look, if you're out there and you're dealing with this too and you have good work, you have good work, you stand by your work. It's hard, guys. It's hard. And the most I can do for you is tell you, take the before photos, take the after photos, you know, have them smiling in the after photos. And, um, 
and because they're happy, you know, and, and send them the before photo, send them that before photo so they can see where we came from and where we got to, because these people have issues. They're not used to seeing themselves with a certain shape. And when the shape is fly and the shape is right, that's, that's the shape that it should be. Not these like crazy McDonald eyebrows, not with them so far away that like, you know, you pull them in a little bit more and they're like, what? They're so close together. Okay. Your eyebrows literally started at your pupil. So like, no, but these people just have problems in the way that they look at themselves. And they're, they've been looking at themselves like that for a really long time. So, you know, I'm patient. <laughs> I'm patient, but this is bullshit. This type of energy is bullshit and I can't stand it. So let's get to the real bottom line here. The bottom line is, is that these clients are not your friends, right? They're not your friends. And when they come in, the more professional you are, I don't want to say cold, but firm. The more professional you are, you keep the appointment, you know, moving, 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 moving. You're like, okay, please come sit down, put your bag over here. You can hang your jacket up over here. Let's talk about your brows. You have a professional um, consultation. You give them the mirror. If you remain professional and you assimilate yourself as the authority, these problems will lessen. And, um, I do find when I have a little bit more of a buddy-buddy interaction with my clients, I do have these problems. I really do. So that's it for the Facebook drama. And um, yeah, guys, so thank you so much for constantly listening, hanging in there with my sporadic uploads. I really do appreciate it. It's really hard for me opening up the studio space right now. And I have a huge task list literally in front of me. If you guys are stressed out at all, I really recommend writing out your to-do list. I love my to-do list. Something that I've recently used for organization of just like my mental thought process is I, I have an Apple. I am, you know, I'm just like an Apple product person for like ever, but there are post-it notes that you can put on your Apple like background, which are really great. It's called stickies. So every day right there, I have my Apple Notes stickies. You can just search stickies. It's already on your computer. You don't have to download anything. It's already there. Just nobody talks about it. And I have my sticky note and it sits on the side of my computer and it's my daily priority list. And it really lets me just brain dump instead of holding it in and just starting my morning in a panic. So my daily priority list is calendar, look at the week ahead, look at the day ahead, email, personal business academy, Facebook, check ads, uh, homework, um, check revenue, Instagram posting and practice. So that that's my daily priority list and it is legitimately prioritized in my tasking that I should do down the line. Like I do start with like one, two, three, four. So that's how I do it. And then I have other sticky notes up there that are um, just little things that I want right there. I, I like Apple Notes too. Like I'm sure you guys use Apple Notes also or iNotes. I, I don't know. I always call it Apple Notes. But um, these stickies, they just sit right there. Like they don't have little closed windows. They kind of look like a part of my desktop background. So I really like those. 
And then also in the way of organizing, like thought processing, brain dumping, if you really are feeling overwhelmed, I highly, highly recommend writing the lists out and just keeping them out. You're going to feel a lot better when you see what you need to do out in front of you instead of cycling them through your head. Because the idea of cycling and stressing about forgetting is very overwhelming. That's how I operate. I find list making to be very therapeutic. Nobody knows that I'm working in the back end. I'm not on Instagram tap dancing, putting on a show. I'm sure some of you guys follow me because I know you like shout out and you're like, I love your stories. You're so fun. But look, you'll see I'm not always there at the top of your stories to watch because maybe I just need to recharge a little bit. When you're feeling overwhelmed, it's okay. Recharge, brain dump, see it all in front of you. Take a deep breath, and then when you have your highs and your ups, you go to that list and you attack, right? So this is good business strategy without um, just falling into a black hole, you know, getting too hard on yourself. It's all difficult. It's all very difficult, and you're doing it. I'm proud of you. You're listening to this podcast because you give a shit about what you do, and um, yeah, Thanks so much for listening. This is PMU Unfiltered. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and uh, chin up, babes. You got this.